You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com In only a few seconds, you will find yourself amid an insurgency of pre-recorded audio. What you will hear will be beyond a doubt proof that mankind has mastered the medium of sound. This is Earth Oddity, and these are your hosts, Christopher Teeny Sullivan and John Lang. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Late since you'll post this late, but happy That's Mother's true. Day to all the moms out there. We're glad that you guys take care of everything for Bore us. us into the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, and brought us into the world. I will say to everyone listening that your mom's playing for second place because my mom is clearly the world's greatest mom. <laughs> But I want to shout out to Kevin there from Where's the Line podcast who did that intro. Yeah. So far, he's the only one who <laughs> has given us one. Tell you what, man, coming in hot. It was. <laughs> it's going to be hard to top that. Yes. So, I mean, you guys don't have to put, you know, cool backing music with it or anything if you want to do one. But you do if you want to beat Kevin. Yeah. If you want to beat Kevin, <laughs> you might want to to do that. But uh, so anyways, I've had a good week. How about you? Pretty good week. Yeah. I got some really cool stories. I got one about a guy who got drunk on and rode his lawnmower. He got a DUI on his lawnmower. Okay. His name's not George Jones for all the country music fans out there. <laughs> what about you? Well, we have some news from Florida. We oh, always do. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we got a, a Sasquatch attack. Oh. Or was attacking? it? <laughs> Are they attacking now? Well, a man claims that that's what happened. If no one would recognize you, you, know, you as a speaker. You would get angry and attack too. Yeah. Yes. I guess you want to just kick it off. I'm going to kick it off with this story right here. All right. Kim Jong Un. Yeah, our favorite. Rocket Man. (laughs) Rocket. Rocket Man. Little Rocket Man. Yeah. Right. Sad to hear that the talks, the North Korean talks, didn't end well. Right. And apparently he told Vladimir Putin that the United States was being unreasonable. Oh. And part of President Trump's unreasonableness was uh, he wanted famous basketball players to visit North Korea as part of the denuclearization deal. Well, we should be able to get that going, right? I mean, okay, if I'm the president, I think, don't you just call up Dennis Rodman and say, you get some of your basketball buddies, right? take them over to North Korea. I have a, and maybe I'll save it until after you read the article, Uh but... I would say we want to send retired players over there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not any current player. You don't want like Steph Curry <laughs> to go over or James Harden or anybody right. like that. But yeah. But I got a solution for all this, but you can you can you can inform our listeners about the real situation first. Well, it says here, looks like Kim Jong Un wants to add more basketball players to his roster of friends. Kim reportedly demanded famous basketball players visit North Korea to help normalize relations between the country and the United States. Okay. Never thought I'd say this, but I do think that Dennis Rodman going over to North Korea I, has huge. done a lot to normalize <laughs> right. relations you, relations between the two countries. You never would think Dennis Rodman <laughs> would be our greatest diplomat. That. 
there's Ben Franklin, and then there's Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Rodman, Rodman in the history of diplomats. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, ABC News reported the request came ahead of President Trump's second summit with Kim in Hanoi. I believe that is, that's what it's called. Hanoi. Earlier this year, citing two unnamed U.S. officials. Officials claimed the report was made in writing as part of a proposed cultural exchange between the two countries. At one point, North Korea insisted the exchange be included in the joint statement on denuclearization, Okay, ABC News reported. In the end, talks between Trump and Kim broke down with no deal reached at the February summit. North Korea fired several unidentified short-range missiles on Saturday. Man, they shoot a rocket off like it ain't <laughs> they do. nothing. You know, it's like a redneck <laughs> on New Year's Eve or something. Well, to be fair, if I had a if I had a cache of rockets, I'd be wanting to shoot them off yeah, too. Probably so, so. <laughs> get bored one after that. Let's, yes. let's go shoot out some rockets. Says uh, that these two rockets he fired off, they flew 125 miles before falling into the sea. Kim is a known basketball fan yeah. and friend of Dennis Rodman, former sure. player for the Chicago Bulls, which uh, happens San Antonio to be— San Antonio Spurs, too. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. not, he's dating Madonna when he played with the Spurs, so— Well, the Chicago Bulls is Kim's favorite team. Oh, uh, okay. Rodman, he's a Jordan fan. He is. Well, okay. he's— a, I respect that. Yeah. Says that Rodman first visited North Korea in 2013 with members of the Harlem Globetrotters and had visited Kim, who he calls— a friend for life again on several occasions. I'm going to just throw in that Robin played for the Pistons too, and probably a few other teams I'm forgetting. But right. Yeah. I was as a Spurs fan. Absolutely. I had to throw it yes. In there. Yeah. Thank you for keeping me straight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kim's father, Kim Jong II, was also apparent was also an apparent fan of the sport. Former United Nations Ambassador Bill Richardson told ABC, "When I was there on my trips." Kim Jong II, through his foreign ministry people, wanted to extend an inv- invitation to Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, Richardson has been involved in negotiations with North Korea for decades and said Kim is just like his father and that he loves basketball and he loves cultural exchanges. Okay. So, you know, the president, he can't demand that basketball players go over there. No. But you would think he could pull some strings. Yeah, but well, like you said, we don't want to send any of our best players well, here, who are right. currently playing in the game. I got two solutions. Number one, but this is before I this was now that I know that he's a Bulls fan. <laughs> yeah. We need to send Bill Weddington over, who was a Canadian center for the Bulls back during their heyday, <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll just send that dude right on over. He's not even American, so if we lose <laughs> him, no big deal, right? <laughs> right. Okay, but secondly, and then maybe that would increase, uh, or that would strengthen relations between the United States and Canada, right? Yeah, because they're like, oh, hey, man, they got our guy. That's right. Out of all the NBA players we could pick, <laughs> we picked a Canadian. I'm pretty sure it, was, it may have been Luke Longley who was Canadian. Either one. Anyways, here's what we need to do: the Lakers are a total freak show right mm-hmm. now. They can't hire a coach. LeBron's there. You know, nobody's wanting to play with LeBron. It looks like. Let's just let Kim Jong coach the Lakers. You know, it's on the West Coast. He could fly across and coach the Lakers. They'd sell some tickets. Absolutely. <laughs> He's like out there, you know, installing the triangle offense or whatever he wants to run. Yeah. And uh, probably the triangle since he's a Bulls fan. And uh, yeah, we just get his nuclear weapons in exchange for coaching. <laughs> the Lakers. That's a that's a good deal, right? Because LeBron's going to be the coach no matter who's there. So right. Just get, let Kim Jong-un stand on the sideline in his, like, pajama pants like he wears all the time. You know, I don't know. Asians have some really comfortable-looking clothing. <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, it's <laughs> like you guys have figured it out, you know. <laughs> like, why am I wearing a shirt and tie? You know, you guys have got it figured out. 
But, yeah, he can just stand on the sidelines and do his thing. LeBron's going to do whatever he wants to do anyways. Yeah. The downside of this, and if you're not a sports fan, you may not get it or understand, is that uh, LeVar Ball, who his son plays for the Lakers, who started the big baller brand, I don't know if you know all about him. I'm not super familiar. Oh, he's a he's a wild card, so he he, he might screw everything up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, let's just let him coach the Lakers. I'm just gonna throw that out there. They can't find a coach. Tyrone Lue t- turned them down. So the other guy they were wanting to get was he went to coach Phoenix, I think. Mm-hmm. They fired Bill Walton's son Luke. He's now coached at Sacramento. Yeah, let's uh, Kim Jong for Lakers head coach. <laughs> let's do it. Let's get that campaign started. Maybe they'll be better. Maybe they'll be worse. Maybe they'll stay the same, yeah. but they'll sell some tickets. Yeah, can't get any worse than they were this year. Absolutely. Yeah, they can even make the playoffs, which I guess LeBron – I don't want to turn this into a sports talk podcast, but I love the NBA. <laughs> I don't. I just imagine like halfway through the season, LeBron was like, wow, the Western Conference is pretty difficult. I don't have like a back-to-back game, Hawks and, you know, like Orlando Magic where I can rest. You know, right. you know I got to play the Spurs and the – uh, trailblazers and all these teams that are actually really good teams as opposed to the Eastern Conference, which usually has one or two good teams every year. So, yeah, he's probably like, oh, this may have been a mistake. But he's also in L.A. and he's making Space Jam 2. Is he making Space oh, yeah. Jam 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to stay woke on this. How did I not know? How did this slip by me? I don't know, but here's my theory, and it's not, it's not my theory. It's a pretty common theory, is that LeBron will say, all right, Kevin Durant, Come play with the Lakers. We can only pay you this much because, you know, we got salary cap and everything. But here's a role in Space Jam 2, and you're going to make $100 million for that, you know? Yes. And that's how he's going to build him a team. So, But I'm interested to see if that happens. You know, and not to change subjects, but since you mentioned Space Jam 2, yeah. does America's youth today, do they know who Bugs Bunny is? Do they know I'm sure. all the Looney Tunes characters? Because but, well, um, they don't come on TV anymore except Boomerang. America's youth today yeah. are not buying movie tickets. People our age who remember Space That's Jam 1 an excellent are point. buying movie tickets. That's right. You know? My and kids then, won't care a thing about watching it. Well, what you'll do but, is be like, hey, Eli, <laughs> let's sit down and watch Space Jam 1. Daddy wants to go to Space Jam 2, and Mom's not going to let me go alone. And so <laughs> i got to take a kid with me. Yeah. So now you're buying two tickets. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works, right? And then we're going to watch Space Jam 1, and Eli's going to turn to me and say, do we really have to go watch Space Jam 2? <laughs> that is a work of art, all right? <laughs> Don't you talk about Space Jam 1? <laughs> well, it was a good movie, but I'll just say Michael Jordan's acting was less than flawless in that film. Right. Well, at the time, he was the greatest minor league baseball player in the world. Okay. Yeah. Because he got suspended from the NBA. Nobody wants to talk about that because they kept it hush hush, but he clearly got suspended from the NBA. He just doesn't, up in the middle of everything, go. I think I'm going to go play baseball in Birmingham, Alabama. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just try my hand at another professional sport. That is a really cool conspiracy theory. That ain't conspiracy. It's fact. <laughs> I know it's a fact. I believe it with everything, every fiber of my being. So anyways, that's talking sports with Earth Oddity. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Got I, my ticket. I love sports, though, so I can talk about it all day long. It's my, one of my favorite things ever. So let's move on. Are, are you a country music fan? I can't stand any country music, John. I hate all country music. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I don't like you now. 
Well, anyways, there's a famous story of George Jones, who most consider to be the greatest country singer, at least, you know, alongside Hank Williams Sr. I don't know. You could throw a lot of people, Ernest Tubb, but George Jones is up there. He's on the Mount Rushmore of male <laughs> country singers. Next to Merle Haggard. Uh, maybe. I would, I would probably put Merle. I don't know. You got Johnny Cash. There's going to be four people <laughs> on it. All right. So I don't, you got to go Hank Sr. He's from Alabama, by the way. Right. Maybe Ernest Tubbs, I don't know. Or Johnny Cash definitely got to be on there. Yeah. George Jones. I don't know about Maybe Merle Haggard. Maybe. I like what he Would he make better. it ahead of uh, Alan Jackson? <laughs> I don't know. Alan Jackson. <laughs> he had some bangers. I was like, he's kind of recent, but he he's been some, doing it for a long time. He had some bangers. He yeah. had some hits, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. Them. What about Buck Owens? You can't leave Buck Owens off. Who? <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Get out of here. You're missing out on a lot of good music. Anyway. So there's a famous story. Yeah. Of like right after George hit it big, George's a big time drinker. You know, a lot of country music. I was say, really? Yeah, yeah. Big time drinker. I think his first hit was called White Lightning, by the way. Okay. Well, he was, you know, at his house getting really drunk out in Texas. And his wife at the time took away all the keys of the vehicle so he couldn't go get any more. And he hopped on the lawnmower and drove to the liquor store. <laughs> right. All right. Wrote a song about it. Yeah, he did. Actually, that came out <laughs> yeah. like in the 90s. But it's really fun. In fact, oh, I just thought of this. Like in the past week or so, they've made a whole mural in Nashville. Oh, really? You know, Nashville's big on their murals. It's for like white girls on bachelorette parties get their pictures made in front of it. So they have <laughs> yes. they got one that has George Jones driving on a lawnmower <laughs> on it. Well, anyways, this dude from Florida got arrested, got a DUI on his lawnmower. Uh says a Florida man was arrested on DUI charges. And that's nothing new, but when you add a lawnmower to the equation, it becomes truly a Florida man story. Police arrested, and this is a perfect name for somebody drunk on a lawnmower, Gary Wayne Anderson. I like <laughs> Gary Wayne. Gary Wayne's a dude that he knows how to fix your lawnmower when it's broken. You know, Yeah. He's 68, by the way, Saturday after he crashed his lawnmower into a Haines City police vehicle. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a bad stroke The worst place that you could crash a lawnmower. Out of everything you could crash a lawnmower into, a cop car is what you got. You could crash it into a daycare center and probably be better off crashing into a cop car. An officer was inside a local business. Got to be a donut shop. <laughs> when he heard a loud crash from outside, after walking outside, the officer found Anderson sitting atop a lawnmower with a trailer. Oh, he tra- <laughs> he's getting a load of beer. <laughs> Anderson admitted to hitting the vehicle or riding his lawnmower and was given a field sobriety test, which he failed. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Uh, while at the police department, Anderson claimed to have been poisoned by police and demanded to be taken to the hospital. At the hospital, Anderson's blood alcohol content was registered at 0.241, more than three times the legal limit. He'd so drinking. he was poisoned, but not yeah. by police. <laughs> he was poisoning Co- himself. Cocaine was also found in Anderson's blood. Oh, no. But he said the police put the cocaine there. <laughs> Not that, not that he took him a little toot to sober up before he got on a lawnmower. <laughs> yes. His driver's license, according to the police, has been suspended since 1978. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got two prior DUI convictions. I would just like to point out it should probably be MUI, mowing while intoxicated. <laughs> like, I wonder if he had the blade down, you know? I don't know, but if he hasn't been able to drive since, you said 1968? 78. Se- 1978. I was two years old. 
Oh my goodness! He's so. Does he just drive this lawnmower everywhere he goes? I reckon. I mean, is that so. like his pride and joy? I mean, he's sixty-eight years old, so he had to be like in his twenties when he lost his license. Daggum! And I wonder if he just never went through the process to get it reinstated. But that's pretty wild. That's crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, kids, just be mindful. If you take your lawnmower to the liquor store, <laughs> you can get in trouble for that. Yes. I was also told by an officer one time you can get a DUI on a bicycle. I don't know if that's true, though. I, I don't know. I mean, never, I was like a kid. I've never tried I've never, you know, tried it, so I yeah. wouldn't know. Well, when we were kids, we used to camp out behind my house, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'd like ride our bikes all over Fed, like 3 or 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We'd just ride our bikes down the streets. And some cops stopped us one time and asked if we'd been drinking. <laughs> You know, and I don't know if he was like when he found out who we were, because like, yeah. you know, the circuit judge's son, we weren't like ruffians. We were just kids <laughs> yes. that goofed off. We, I mean, we were getting into trouble, but we weren't like crazy. Uh, that like, Fayette well, County Mafia. Yeah. You know, look out for them. If you've been drinking, we can give you a DUI. And I was like, all right, buddy. Well, whatever. And then we went back and drank some vodka. Somebody snuck out of their dad's <laughs> liquor cabinet. But, you know, whatever. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we were dumb kids. Not really. I mean, I guess we were, but not really. I guess, yeah. I mean, I'd kill my kids. Aren't most kids dumb? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. Right, on both counts. Right. We all all got busted over the years for doing that. So, anyways, just Uh, don't drink, kids. No. Yeah. Wait until you're a responsible adult at 21 and then start drinking. Because everyone knows 21-year-olds make really great decisions. You just magically become responsible enough. That's right. Yeah. Well... Our next headline, this kind of maybe goes a little bit with the story we had last week, but uh, there is a man who claims that he was attacked by Sasquatch. Okay. This is not Yowie? No, this is Sasquatch. Or Yeti or (laughs) any of the other ones you name? Urine? Urine. (laughs) Yeah, urine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what the transcript thing said. If you hadn't seen our Instagram page there's a video we clipped a tiny clipped out and yes. the, if the transcriber like app cannot understand us i i don't have time to go back and fix oh, yeah, that i don't want you to so i love it as i say this is just a learning exercise for google it's yeah, just do right. your best yeah let's see what happens <laughs> and, and we're gonna post it regardless right, yeah no i love it when it's messed up <laughs> yeah. and it can't understand us i think it's great but anyway he says that sasquatch attacked him with an axe can okay. you believe that which yes that, i can well that really, to me, sounds more like a skunk ape type of thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> but True. anyway, it says here that, uh, that, now this comes from Klamath Falls, Oregon. Okay. I, I'm sure I got that wrong. Johnny knows him. There's probably some of his kinfolk. Maybe. Yeah. says, uh, a follow-up to a story of a Klamath County man accused of telling police that he was being assaulted by Sasquatch. A call came in to the county 911 dispatch late Wednesday afternoon from a caller claiming that a man was trying to kill him with an axe. The caller was not providing a lot of information, said uh, County Deputy District Attorney Cole Chase. And he was threatening, he was rude and abusive to 911 dispatchers, but the officers still responded quickly. I mean, it's their job. Right. They do. Yeah, don't, yeah. Serve and protect. Yes. So officers responded at high speed to the Chiloquin area. Deputies say that Timothy Drennan told them that Sasquatch was the one who attacked him. The defendant, Mr. Drennan, was combative, made some threats, but ultimately was taken into custody without any physical incident, Chase said. The deputy DA says he can't comment on any evidence that may be present in court, 
though he added an important observation. Upon a subsequent investigation, there were no signs that Sasquatch was present. Oh, yeah. So bummer. No footprints. Well. No scat. No hair man, samples. No nothing. <laughs> nothing. Man. He is just as elusive as he ever has been, <laughs> even when attacking people. I thought we might get a blurry like, body camera picture from the police. <laughs> what if this was the case that exposed Sasquatch to the world? <laughs> He's out there trying. This dude got arrested. Right. Well, I just would say to this guy, just give up the beef jerk. Jerky, man. Don't be hanging on to it. Just let him have the beef jerky. He won't come after you so hard. Says that Drennan is charged with misuse of 911 and initiating a false report. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Of course, cops aren't going to go out there and not charge you with anything. It doesn't appear as though there was any issue of mental health concern here, Chase said. This was strictly intoxication. Okay. Well, that'll happen. So. I just, I don't know. I wonder how far-reaching was this investigation that the police did. I bet you it wasn't too much. <laughs> because I would love it right. if they brought him down to the police station and they gave him like a lineup. And in that lineup, <laughs> you had Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yaren, Orang Pendek. And they're, the like you. And they're like you, like <laughs> a big, just a big dude. <laughs> and standing there. <laughs> Show us who did it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe mix in an orangutan. You know? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would and be good. Like, uh, it was number three. <laughs> and the cops were like, dang, it was number one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, skunk ape, you're free to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get a police artist to sketch it out and all that. You know? <laughs> yes. I mean, I should do a little more work. Yeah. But I know how the police work, and I probably, if I was the same way, I'd have been like, look, dude, I've done, <laughs> I've done arrested three drug dealers a night and been on a high-speed chase. I'm not spending any more time or paperwork <laughs> on this. We're taking you to jail for messing around on 911. You yeah, know? yeah. That's exactly how that went down. Yeah, but they should have done like a whole like black light test and all that good stuff mm-hmm. you see on CSI. Oregon, Seaside, Chilliquay, wherever it was, Oregon. Right. But, you know, if Sasquatch did attack somebody and there was an axe handy, I mean, why yeah, wouldn't why he would use he an axe? Right. Yeah. He's got thumbs. Maybe this isn't as far-fetched as, as I'm saying. we think, you know? Right. Maybe he's out there, like, chopping trees now. Maybe he carries an axe around with him he found. Well, they say on Finding Bigfoot that he'll knock on wood. He'll you know, pick up sticks That's and right. hit it on the tree trunk. Yeah. So. That's right. Give him an axe, and now he's a lumberjack. I definitely believe that finding Bigfoot show. <laughs> yes. They've never found him, but I know that they're looking for him. <laughs> you know? Why can't we just put like a bunch of game cameras up? I mean, we got a ton of game cameras. I was about to say, we do put up a ton of game cameras. We still don't have him. But I'm saying, like, if you know this is like the Bigfoot area, like they apparently, right. like they act like they do on finding Bigfoot. Let's just go strap 2 million. There's got like Warren Buffett, just drop us like a couple, <laughs> you know, a couple hundred thousand to buy a bunch of game cameras. I cannot think of a better use of Warren Buffett's time. Exactly. And money. money on I mean, all these he cameras. got so much money. It don't matter. <laughs> or Bill Gates, you know, he lives out there in the Pacific Northwest. Well, then you got to pay somebody to go through all this footage. I mean, dear goodness. Can uh, you believe that? Like imagine going through 2 million, in game camera footage how much does it Bigfoot. how much does it pay you know like if it paid you know a decent amount per year <laughs> right. i'd i'd do it for sure yeah i'd sit there click a button you know you know what i would do i'd be sitting there clicking a button and i would for the first two hours i would be very very vigilant <laughs> looking for sasquatch that third hour i would just yeah. be playing on my phone you got and i would be like oh sorry guys i still didn't find him <laughs> and somebody would probably go tape record right over the, the right. footage of bigfoot 
Well, I was say, there's got to be some nerd out there that can come up with a computer program that can do it, you know? Well, hey, I was about to say, Google Photos, you can say, you know... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah you can ask Google, I need pictures of Uncle Rufus wearing uh, a green shirt on the 4th of July. Right. Between the years of 2001 and 2007. <laughs> and Google, though, Google algorithm can do that's it. That's right. So, so say, there's a nerd that's got this figured out. Yeah. We just need the money. All right. So, Mr. Buffett <laughs> or, or Bill Gates. I know you guys are big listeners. <laughs> We're the number one podcast among billionaires. So, um, just from the data I've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, hit us up, man. Let's get this going. Let's do it. Let's put this, uh, let's put this Bigfoot thing to rest. What if you're the guy who, I mean, we, I would, I would commit right now to give you all the credit for finding it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even take any credit. You just pay me, I don't know, $30 an hour to sit there and watch yeah, game camera footage. I would say I'd do it for, if I could still do it at home, living in, in where I live, which I'm homeless right now, <laughs> but that's at my mom's house. What better thing, Mom? I'm on the computer. Leave me alone. I'm looking for Bigfoot. It's important Bigfoot. work right here. <laughs> yeah, if I could do that, I'd say easy. Hundred twenty five thousand a year, I'd do it easy. Oh yeah, easy. Me too. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, for somebody like that, that's nuts. Like play money for them. Right. You know, like one hundred twenty five thousand. I bought a toilet that costs that much. You know, it's that ain't nothing for them. You start out high. Art of the deal, baby. You know? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Shout out to Lindsay Jones who put this in the Facebook, this story in the Facebook group. Lindsay is a wonderful coworker of mine, having a child soon. She's going to be a great mom. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. And uh, even sent me a picture one time of a onesie with our logo on it. And it's like, I'm thinking of getting one of these for the kids. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, and also, not even, doesn't even know what she's having. You okay. Know? Yeah, which I respect that. Is she I, keeping it a secret? Like, no, they don't even know. Oh, they just like, don't know. They're finding out just like the olden times. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah, they're just gonna have a baby and mm-hmm. then be like, it's a boy or a girl, you know, which is really good because I don't have to watch like all her gender reveal videos <laughs> on Facebook. So thank you, Lindsay. I'm about to say good for her, but I tell you what, when when my wife was pregnant, you know, I want to know is when we, I want to know when the P test comes back positive, <laughs> what it is. There's no way I could wait. So oh, well, mad props. Deidre Thomas, our first kid, he's the most photographed baby in the womb. Because <laughs> I think Deidre like slip off at work and found like an ultrasound machine. And she would like come home from every shift with like 50, you know, blob photos of our son. We have an actual photo album of just straight up. Of the first nine months pictures. of his gestation. Yes, of his entire gestation. <laughs> So there's no way we weren't going to know. And then Hudson had his heart problems, so they were doing all kind of ultrasounds on him, too. So Wow. Yeah. And then by that time, we were like, let's just figure it out. Anyways, I'm sure everybody just loves hearing about that out in the <laughs> audience. Um, and if you work with the Deidre and could possibly get her in trouble for that, I made entirely all of that up about her using hospital <laughs> equipment without authorization. She never did any of that. And we don't have a photo album. That was all for the show. Satire. Everything I say is satire. <laughs> All right, this comes from CBS 46. Police say woman broke into a home, petted the family dog, washed dishes, and left. So just wow. a, a nice breaking and entering. I was about to say she didn't use her key. <laughs> no, this is from Ohio, which is the Florida of the Midwest. An Ohio woman was acting very strange when she broke into a family's home this week, according to authorities. The woman who is identified as Cheyenne Uig, allegedly entered the home in Hamden, Ohio, through the back door Monday. 
She then sat down on the couch and began to pet the family's dog before getting up to wash the dishes. The homeowner called the police to report the break-in and noted that the woman was acting very strange before she fled the residence. Later that day, the sheriff's office said it received another report about a woman who matched Ewing's description knocking on doors in the same neighborhood. Deputies later arrested Ewing and said she appeared to be under the influence of narcotics. And Ewick also told the authorities that she hadn't slept in two days. This is bizarre. She was booked into the southeastern Ohio Regional Jail on a burglary charge. So she just came in, gave the dog a little boop or two, <laughs> and then went and did the dishes. That's very nice of her. Yeah. She clearly, from her mugshot, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess she's on meth. She says she didn't sleep for two days, and she, she has, just had to do some housework. You just had to come in. Yeah, you, you get a little antsy, I guess. And I've heard that people who are using such substances, yeah, can really get caught up on a menial task. Yeah, right? Just, yes, know, very quickly. That. So that's right. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but you, my first thought was maybe maybe she wanted. She was hoping they would keep her. <laughs> like right. if she was just a stray that wandered up. Right. Yeah. Right. That's exactly <laughs> true. Yeah, but imagine you're like hanging out at your house and somebody just. Pops on in, starts booping on your dog, and then goes and washes your dishes. I'd probably be I like, mean, if I'm if I'm you. convinced that that person's not a threat and they're yeah. not there to cause harm, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, hey, when you're done with the dishes, we got some laundry in the dryer that needs to be folded. <laughs> yes. you just go ahead and knock on that out for us. I'm gonna put in some hot pockets. I'll give you one when it's done. <laughs> you know, let's just have a good little time here. See what else I could get out of. You, you. ever cut grass? That's right. I got some weed eating that needs to be done. <laughs> a little brush that needs to be cleared. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't know. Let's take advantage of this. Absolutely. Let's turn this negative into a positive. Uh, I hope she doesn't get in too much trouble. I mean, yeah, I don't. I think a burglary charge is that's kind of serious. But, but if it was my house, I would be like, well, do I have to press charges? Ooh, you yeah, see what I'm saying? Know. Yeah. So, but you know how people are. That's true. Nobody's cool anymore. Well, also, I know some women who would be like, you know, uh, did she, she didn't wash dishes my way? Well, that's what I'd say. <laughs> you know, that would be the thing my wife would say. She loaded the dishwasher wrong. <laughs> you know, because I don't know if I told you, I came up with the brilliant idea. Of categorically putting like all the forks in one of the slots for the mm-hmm. silverware in the dishwasher, all the spoons, all the knives. So when it was time to put them up, you just had to pull them out and you're going to one spot with them. I mean, I thought I revolutionized yeah. the dishwashing business. <laughs> that wasn't good enough for my wife. They all have to be mixed up. Because, Why do they have to be mixed because up? Because she claims that they nestle against each other and then one of them's not going to get clean. Which my response to that was just leave it in the dishwasher for the next time. You know, <laughs> like we don't have a shortage of forks. So, like, what's the big deal? If well, when you're pulling them out by the handful and shoving them in, right. maybe that's where she was concerned. <laughs> I wasn't inspecting them for like cleanliness or whatever. I was about to say, our silverware, like, they don't stack close enough together. Oh, yeah. To do it. See, so, yeah, my mom's yeah. just got like a little, you actually have to put them in. It keeps them separated, but ours just had like a basket with a bunch of slots. You could just that's drop them That's in. how mine is. We have yeah. a basket with little. You know, oh, ours has a big slot, but I think oh, I think okay. you're probably describing what my mom has, which is like a little thing that's over it. And you it looks kind of like the little peg game at uh, yeah. Cracker Barrel right. for yeah. silverware. Yeah, that's frustrating to me. Okay, you know, like I loaded mom's dishwasher <laughs> a few dishes the other day, 
And I was like, man, this is a really bad design. You could just put all the forks there together and be done with them really quick. But whatever. Fascinating talk. Yeah, right. If you're out there and you're into washing dishes, just try my method and see what happens. Okay? I thought it worked yeah. really well. And it did work well for weeks before I actually told my wife about it. Very proudly told my wife about it. And she crushed my hopes and dreams. All right. After that story, you know what? I was going to save this one for the end, but now I'm not okay. because we got to pep this up. We've been talking about washing dishes. So let's talk about alligators and pants. Okay. A Florida woman. Is that an alligator a, in your pants or are you happy to see me? <laughs> Both. Florida woman pulls gator from pants after a cop asks if she has anything else. Okay. So this comes from... Punta Gorda, Florida. Have no Easy. idea where that All is. All right. <laughs> Wildlife officials are investigating after a woman pulled an alligator out of her pants during a traffic stop in Florida, according to the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office. Where else could this happen but That's Florida? Like a, a live alligator. A live alligator. Wow. The bizarre gator smuggling case came to light after deputies asked the woman who has not been publicly identified. Well, we need to identify this lady. <laughs> yes. A standard law enforcement question. Quote, do you have anything else? The 25-year-old woman then pulled a foot-long reptile out of yoga pants that she was wearing, by the way. A foot-long? Foot-long alligator. Wow. Out of her yoga pants. Okay. I would not- <laughs> My guess would have been jorts. I mean, That's standard Florida she, attire. She wasn't wearing, like, baggy jeans. She right. wasn't wearing it's Zumbas. Jinkos. She didn't have Jinkos <laughs> she didn't, on. She didn't have, she didn't have Zumbas. <laughs> no, there weren't sweatpants. There were yoga pants, John. Okay. All right. Which, I mean, if she's wearing yoga pants, could the officer just not see? Well, I mean, that, maybe she thought she was, <laughs> you know. Identifying as a woman. <laughs> packing heat, so to speak. Yeah. Anyway, says that uh, said her nickname was Muley. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> she also had, get this, 41 small three-striped turtles in the vehicle, oh, deputy said. Wow. So she's just a rolling she just pet store. reptiles. Yes. And yeah, okay. The woman was riding with a 22-year-old man who deputies say rolled through a stop sign in hmm. Punta Gorda leading to you. the traffic stop. Always come to a complete stop, kids. <laughs> Especially when the cops are watching. Yeah, even if they're not. Just do it. It's too, <laughs> too much risk, man. <laughs> the man allegedly told deputies that the pair had been scavenging for frogs and snakes. Okay. After citing the driver for the moving violation, WBBH reports deputies were making sure that they didn't have any protected species when they found the alligator and the turtles. All right. Florida wildlife and conservation officers responded to the scene and they continued to investigate. So what's the world coming to when you can't even have a alligator in your yoke pants? I don't know. I mean, is it illegal to have, (laughs) you know, to possess an alligator? Well, now I've seen that, you know, (laughs) I know you can get alligators, right? Like at a, at a pet store or something. Well, I don't know because they're they're protected like, species, aren't they? I or they have used no to idea. be. And I mean, I know there's like a gator hunting season, but you got to purchase a tag, and it's like ridiculously expensive. Right. And any other like, if you're not a hunter, if you don't have a, like a gator tag, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to molest gators. Oh, which well, this story puts a whole new spin on yeah. molesting gators. You got to worry about me molesting any gators. <laughs> All right. But not molestigator. All right. Just want to go on record. We are a no gator molesting podcast. Yeah, but that's crazy. And then why are you keeping it in your yoga pants? And maybe that's how they were keeping it calm or something. I don't know. 
you know? <laughs> you think the guy had the gator, and he was like, hey, baby, I put did you hide this? <laughs> Hold this for me. I'm getting pulled over. Put it in your pants. Hurry She's up. She's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's love, though, you know, if that was the case. <laughs> That's love. I Man. can't ever see me asking Deidre to put a gator in her pants. I can't see it. Cool I can't see Tara ever putting a gator in her pants for no. anybody. Yeah. Much less me. Yeah. No, definitely not me. There might yeah. be, you know, <laughs> some like super rich dude she would do it for, but definitely not me. You know, like good looking guy or something. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not me. Well, that's very interesting. Very Florida. <laughs> very Florida. <laughs> very Florida. 41 turtles, too. Yeah, that when they were in the car, they weren't in their right. pants. But that's a that's a lot of turtles to be hauling around. A lot around. of turtles. I would think that's probably more illegal than gators, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what the conservation laws are in Florida well, or really nationally. Yeah. Okay. Well, this uh, lady here got in a little trouble with the law too. This comes from the Military Times. Okay. And it's a very interesting story. Just want to say, if you have a kid that's listening with you. This might be a time for them to go watch SpongeBob or if you're Baptist, Veggie Tales. <laughs> yes. Just because there's some language in here you may not want to have to explain. Right. Uh, really, my next two stories are going to be that way. So this might, hey, kids, just have a good afternoon and enjoy yourself. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Jennifer G. Hernandez might be the world's most staunch supporter of the misguided notion that 50 no's and one yes means yes. Hmm. Unfortunately for her, this concept has no application to the real world, especially when it comes to unauthorized CIA headquarters visits. The 58-year-old woman allegedly trespassed on the grounds in Langley, Virginia, on four separate occasions and said before finally requesting, oh, she, four separate occasions, the police said, before finally requesting an audience with Agent Penis. <laughs> Hernandez reportedly sauntered into the building on April 22nd on the first occasion through the main vehicle entrance before she was stopped by a bewildered CIA police officer. Once questioned, she reportedly informed the officer she was following up with a recruiter at the agency as part of her application for CIA employment. <laughs> It didn't take long for the law enforcement officer to, de- to de- debunk her plane. Her, I just, just start over. I think I had a stroke right in the middle of that <laughs> sentence. It didn't take long for the law enforcement to debunk her claims, however. So on her way, she was sent, this time with no arrest. Seemingly undeterred by the non-existent prospects of CIA employment, Hernandez returned over the course of three consecutive days, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, according to the complaint. She showed up May 1st with a Lyft driver, Okay, uh, the report said, and once more informed officers that she needed to see her recruiter, her very own unattainable wizard of the CIA's Emerald City. <laughs> That's a good little line. The CIA law enforcement turned her away yet again, and then, never one to be dissuaded by something like reality, Hernandez then showed up in an Uber. So she's mixing up her <laughs> travel. Officers reported she again requested to speak to her recruiter and that doing so at the CIA's headquarters was her only avenue due to her recruiter's phone being turned off. Uh, she was interviewed by the law enforcement, then was kicked off the premises. So on May 3rd, she came back for the last time. Now, this uh, is her fourth trip back? Yes. Okay. But she came back this time to get her ID card, her North Carolina ID, because apparently the officers kept it last time. Hmm. 
In a last-ditch attempt, Hernandez asked to speak with Agent Penis. <laughs> so it goes on. This is actually a pretty funny article. It says uh, they thought she was maybe out of re- out of breath from so many trips to the CIA, and she was inquiring <laughs> about Agent Penis-comb. <laughs> but uh, whatever the case may be, she returned her she was returned her ID before uh, reportedly informing officers of plans to take the bus home. So she took a bus this time. She went Lyft, Uber, bus. Huh? Says, but in a sick twist of fate for the public bus trade, Hernandez refused to board, telling the officers, "Do you really think I'm going to leave?" And that's when she was arrested. <laughs> She's been charged. Lady, you really should have left. She's been charged with trespassing and is being held in Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia. She has yet to hear back from Agent Penis. <laughs> okay. I'm going to let you talk, but just so you know, I've got a theory okay. working here. I think I know what's going on. Well, here. I have my theory too. Okay. So who wants to go theory? Maybe our theories are the it same. It may be the same thing. Yeah. My theory is. I believe there's an agent penis out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe there's a merry prankster out there somewhere who's got this woman believing that she really is being recruited by the CIA. And okay. she's dumb enough to go to the CIA <laughs> right. asking to see agent, agent penis. penis. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to say there has been a time where I was agent penis again. <laughs> All right. It was a Valentine's Day a few years ago. Me and Dave were just trying a little something different. Okay. <laughs> I was agent P. I didn't work for the CIA. It was the FBI. All right. That has nothing to do with my theory. I think some dude, some dude has catfished this lady or basically is like, no, I'm an agent. He's probably sent a few risque pics of himself. It's like, no, they call me agent penis around the, the CIA headquarters. Around the office. And we want you to come be a part of it, you know, and then she shows up. Yeah, yeah, like I say. Oh, man. Yeah, I have been Agent Penis before, but <laughs> like I say, I was FBI. It's Federal Bureau of Investigation, not CIA. or clandestine. You got to get handcuffs involved if you're in the FBI, okay? So I had to make an arrest. Is that so wrong? You know? But yeah, so I just feel like this lady is, she's a little out there. Well, did you know? Did you not make it obvious that you were FBI, not CIA? Is that why yeah, she wound well, up over there? Yeah, right. It wasn't me talking to her. Oh, yeah. You sure? I'm positive. Because I was going to say, lady, unidentified lady out there is <laughs> FBI. Okay. Yeah. No, we were here for you to join the FBI. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're out there, guys or girls, just know that uh, no one named Agent Penis is going to recruit you to the CIA. I just just want to throw that out there. General blanket statement for everyone. Well, I will say if you do work for the CIA, and I know there's a lot of jobs at the CIA that are very mundane. Sure. And it's, you know, hacking and reading yeah. emails. Like monitoring <laughs> our phone usage yes. and all that. Yeah, right. But uh, but field agents, you know, the ones who, who yeah. really go out there and do the for real spy stuff, I right. mean, they have to have alter egos. They oh. can't use their real name. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Agent Penis. That's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> I heard he's hard on terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? I couldn't help it. It just came out like off my spine. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I heard his partner is Agent Nuts. That's another one I had. Yeah. Agent Penis. He's crazy. He is nuts. He's nuts. He's nuts. He works with two guys that are nuts. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, anyway. Golly. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Okay. Uh, this next one comes from CNN, and the headline here is, French man arrives in Caribbean after crossing the Atlantic in a giant barrel. Okay. Now, this is this is crazy. I mean, look at this picture here. I'm just, I'm Let's look at it. Swing the laptop around. Okay. That's not the barrel like I was expecting it to be, but that's still that's no, like that's a fancy say, it's not, barrel. It's not a real barrel. It's actually yeah. a barrel-shaped watercraft that right. he designed himself. It's okay. very... And now it's, it's, I mean, it's small to be crossing the ocean in, yeah, but it's absolutely. larger than you would think. I mean, he's got like a small living quarters in there. But anyway, it says a French man who has spent more than four months floating across the Atlantic Ocean in a giant orange barrel has arrived at his Caribbean destination. And I believe this is Jean Jacques Savin. Oh, yes. Yeah, old man Savin's boy. <laughs> he set off from the Canary Islands off the coast of Africa. On December 26, 2018, heading west in a barrel-shaped capsule that he built himself. Savin, 71 at the time of his departure, spent the first four months of 2019 inside his barrel, traveling at about two miles an hour. Wow. With no engine, relying entirely on the ocean current to guide his journey. Wow. 71. 71 years old. It's impressive. It is. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> he surprised locals as he came ashore on the tiny Dutch Caribbean island of St. Roustus shortly after midnight last spring, bringing a mammoth 2,930-mile journey to a close. Mm. Uh, everything has an end. Finally, here I am at the end of this adventure, he wrote on Facebook on Friday after stepping foot on land for the first time this year. Wow. A diving center on St. Eustace welcomed Savin, adding on Facebook that he was also given a room at a hotel on the island, which has a population of just over 3,000 people. Huh. St. Eustace <laughs> resident Dorette Couture, who watched his barrel pulled ashore by a crane, told CNN, others like myself were fascinated by his journey and the technology that he used, which it's not really that. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like you're floating. What kind of technology, technology is that? is a barrel, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the 70-year-old yeah. traveled alone in his handmade vessel, which measures about 10 foot long and 7 foot wide and includes a small kitchen and a bed and space for storage. He fed himself on fish that he caught from the ocean. Okay, so he just likes to fish. That's what this is all about. <laughs> yes, said that Savin stowed a, away a bottle of white wine and a block of foie gras, I think that's a cheese, for oh, New right. Year's Eve, and also he had a bottle of St. Emilion Red to celebrate his birthday in January. But most of his entertainment came from portholes in his vessel, which he watched passing fish. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> right. My question is, uh, was it air conditioned? You know, like I don't think so. Well, you know, I mean, he, he don't. He, he got the bumping in there. If you've been in there for four months without a shower and it's all hot and musty, I mean, it was winter time, but yeah. still, you got the sun coming through the porthole. It'll warm it up, I bet. Golly, I don't know. I have no clue about barrel anyway. travel through the Atlantic. <laughs> yes. I'm sure the water's cold, so maybe it wasn't so bad. But I mean. I tell you what, and here's another thing. Now, I'm not like extremely motion sickness, but this is a 10 foot by 7 foot barrel that he's floating right. in. I bet there were times when that thing was just doing cartwheels right. in the ocean. Oh, yeah. You know, Golly. It went through some storms and stuff. Man. Yeah. Well, it's man. amazing he lived, right. but it goes on later in the article, and I'm not going to read all of it because it's kind of long, but he had some. Uh, 
like his his barrel was outfitted so that he could be tracked by satellite. Yeah. And people who were funding it, like he he has some advertisements on the side of his barrel. What kind of funding you need for a <laughs> barrel floating? Well, maybe he's just ocean. making money. Yeah, right. His little orange barrel here. It looks, yeah, I saw some stickers. It, on it. looks like a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's got you know. <laughs> wow. Good for him. Yeah. I will say this. He needs to thank his lucky stars. He didn't like wash up on the coast of Virginia or Maryland because Trump would be building a seawall, you know, yes. <laughs> we'd have a seawall going right now and he would have got arrested by ice and deported immediately. Man. So, all right, I have this last story I have is pretty, I'm going to clean it up the best I can. Okay. Um, <laughs> a Florida man was arrested last week and usually that's not an unusual beginning of a headline and a story. Uh, but he had a sticker on his truck that read, quote, I eat butt. Okay. But it well, didn't no, say I like, butt. I was about to say, I like Boston butt myself. Okay. But he's, Is that talking what he's talking about. about no. <laughs> no, he's, he's not talking about that. <laughs> A Florida man is claiming his First Amendment rights were violated after he was arrested Sunday for sporting an I Eat Butt sticker on his truck, (laughs) which is apparently a violation of the state's obscenity law. Okay. According to the Lake City Reporter, 23-year-old Dylan Shane Webb was pulled over on Highway 90 after an officer with the Columbia County Sheriff's Office spotted his I Eat Booty sticker on the back (laughs) of his Chevy truck. A He's a Chevy man. <laughs> 23-year-olds, they make some really good decisions oh, yeah. in life, don't right. they? Like, you're 23, you're not that far. Like, your mama should tell you not to do that, you know? Right. I had a lot of Grateful Dead stickers on my car, but I never had anything like this. Yes. Here's a quote uh, from the reporter. Uh, the deputy claimed the sticker violates Florida Statute 847.011 for everybody following at home which deals with possession and distribution of obscene material. When the deputy confronted Webb and a passenger about the sticker, Webb said they were just words, according to the report. The deputy asked how a parent of a small child would explain the meaning of the words, to which Webb replied that it would be up to the parents. (laughs) The deputy issued Webb a notice to appear at the Columbia County Courthouse on May 23rd before taking a photograph of the sticker picture to place into evidence in an effort to make the sticker slightly less offensive the officer then instructed webb to remove one of the letters so i guess it would say i eat as or i eat but webb refused and cited his first amendment right come on dude to announce to the world that he loved eating booty webb was then booked at the columbia county detention facility it's safe to say that this case is about to get tossed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the lines of the article, not mine. Yes. But I wish I'd have thought of that. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, how about why not a sticker that says I eat asphalt? Okay. You know? Nice. I mean, come on. Well, I would say Mr. Webb here. I can't say Mr. Webb was one of my high school teachers. <laughs> Dylan. All right, Dylan. Look. Nobody's saying. Don't be a jerk. Well, well, here's the thing. This is not the hill to die on. No. Yeah. 
I was just fixing to say, I mean, if I had that, I mean, I would never have that bumper sticker on my truck, but let's say I did, right. and a police officer asked me to take it off, I don't think I would get all high and mighty and philosophical and start talking <laughs> start about my First Amendment turn rights. Turn into a constitutional lawyer there <laughs> yeah. on the side of the road. I think I would probably just be like, you know what, give me a razor blade, yeah, I'll right. do it right now. I'll take one of these stickers off. Yes. It's I not... really like ass, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But just so we're clear, you know I like booty, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> And, you know, Dylan, you know, with Tinder and Bumble and all the things you kids have at your disposal (laughs) these days, I'm sure it's easy for you to find someone who would enjoy, (laughs) you know, your passion, you know, (laughs) you don't have to broadcast it on the back window of your Chevy truck. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, he claims that these are just words that, yeah, if they're just words. Then take them off. Well, I was going to say, try putting the N-word on the back of your car. Well, that's true. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, right. You know? definitely shouldn't do that either. You shouldn't do that, but you see my point. My point is, yeah, they're just words, but words mean different things to different people. Absolutely. Know your audience, number one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say that to my wife, you know. I can't put it on the back of my Toyota Avalon. You Absolutely. Know? Because people at church are going to get offended, you know. But, hey... If that's your thing, if that's what you like doing, go for it. You know, and I'm all for you know First Amendment rights. Let's say I'm anti censorship. Just people, just as a general rule of thumb, don't use your rights as an excuse to be a jerk. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Yeah. Just I mean, be you cool. have you have the right to stand on a street corner and just you know call right. people idiots all day and just scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah. But now you're being a jerk. Well, Just don't do that. I think, Dylan, I got you a solution here. Scrape off the bad word. Yes. Put on a decal of a donkey. <laughs> you know? Yes. I'm saying we're, we're working. We're, <laughs> let's make everybody happy here. Say it with pictures. That's right. <laughs> a picture is worth a thousand words. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's going to convey the same message to anyone who knows and if, you know, Livy asked me what's that mean. <laughs> that guy you, loves donkeys. He loves donkeys. He really, really loves donkeys. He thinks they're donkeys. tasty, by the way. <laughs> he thinks they're really tasty. Say, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, good for you, Dylan. I'm glad that you're so edgy, you know, that you refuse <laughs> to do this. Yes. What a, you know, First Amendment rights. Can't fix stupid. You can't. You can't. But, you know, I mean. All right. So are we done? You ready for community news? No. Well, no. I'm not. Because I got some problems I need to go over. I got 99 problems. Heard you have problems. Oh, uh, here's the way you had a problem. More money, more problems. <laughs> okay, for those who may be new to the show, this is the new part of the show where we set aside a little time for John to offend people in our audience. That's right. We got a lot of good feedback on it, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, I really like that. So, <laughs> so I sat down about probably 20 minutes before coming here and made a list of more things that I don't like. Okay. All right. So, number one, and everybody may not get this one. I don't know if you will or not. There's been a trend on Facebook where people talk about, I'm so old that I remember when I talked on a phone with a cord or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Hate that. Hate it. (laughs) Shout out to my cousin Todd who put his up, which was, I'm so old, I still use Facebook, which I thought was very inventive. (laughs) I still use Facebook old. Yeah, right. People who smack when they eat. All right, that's my children, by the way. 
people who crunch ice. I, don't, I can't stand that. That's my wife. That's your wife. Hudson oh, yeah. does it too. I've limited him to like one ice cube per drink. <laughs> uh, travel ball culture. We had a little bit of a conversation <laughs> about this earlier. I agree with you. Uh, it's not the majors. No, okay, yeah, it's a little league, y'all. Well, and like the, I just want to let me find this message that I sent from uh, when I was reading a discussion about this. It says, uh, "My buddy told me the best." A kid should learn a curveball the same way he learns about sex for some 12-year-old on the playground who doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, okay, so uh, loud kids, that really pertains to my kids who have only one volume. Mine are loud. 11. They're always hyped up. Uh, burning my tongue on hot coffee. I have a very sensitive tongue, and <laughs> I don't like it. I have to I let don't my either. coffee cool. Uh, the book fair. <laughs> the book fair. What's wrong with the book I hate fair? The book fair. Why do you hate the book fair? Because I'm giving my kids like 10, 15 bucks or whatever for them to bring home like an eraser and a pencil and a poster of a dragon you and know? a book they're never going to read. Yeah, right. And <laughs> my school actually talked to the principal about this Monday. Was it Monday night? Wednesday, Tuesday night? One night this week. It's like we had like five book fairs this year. I'm like, are we trying to get into like a continual? Just we always have the book fair. Can we dial it back a little bit? Well, who does the book fair? The Scholastic Book Fair is what it's ever. They called. must be low on funding. I That's think, what's going on I, here. The school gets a cut out of it, is what it is. <laughs> I already figured it out. It's a I racket. It. I was like, Miss Monroe, I love Miss Monroe, greatest principal ever. I was like, I'll just give you twenty bucks. You know, <laughs> if I don't have my daughter coming to me like at nine o'clock, like the book fairs the and I got to go to the ATM and get money for her and all that. Uh-uh, I don't. Just want tell that. your daughter, hey, there's this thing called Amazon. You don't yeah. need a book fair. No, it doesn't. You get matter. anything you want on so there. You get clout if you come back to your classroom with your little bag of books and crap <laughs> that you bought. I know what it's all about. It's like a peer pressure thing. Anyway, what else? Uh, dress up week at school. Dress up. Week. Oh yeah, like the, it's like anti drug week and like you know the first day you got to dress like somebody from the seventies and all. <laughs> Uh, it was ridiculous. Hate it. Okay, roadside memorials. I don't like those either. You, you know, don't like, like somebody them. passed away in a car accident and her family goes up there and puts a cross up and some flowers. Just don't like that. Okay. Okay. Don't depress me on my drive. <laughs> okay, we know you're struggling. Yeah. With the loss of your family member. Right. But, but don't me. inconvenience John. Right, please think I mean, of come me. Come on. <laughs> I always thought it would be really cool though if I could wreck and die at the spot of a roadside memorial. <laughs> You know, and then I like steal their glory. You know, like my family's putting up a cross there now. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. You are. Uh, school drop off and pickup lines. They bother me. They are terrible. Although they manage ours really well, it's not the school. Anything with school, it's just the other people that are there. Right. Beach pictures where everyone wears the same color shirt. That may be like an exclusively white southern shirt and thing. Khakis. Yeah, like white shirt and khakis. <laughs> Sometimes people get crazy with it and go black shirt and khakis. <laughs> that bothers me. Well, you got to have the khakis though because oh, that's yeah. like premium beach yeah. photo attire. Right. Exactly. You yeah. can't make a, a good photo wearing anything else no, but that. Right. And I will say, shout out to my wife who I love. Never has made my family make take <laughs> pictures in matching clothes at all, and I love that. Okay. About her. Yeah, love it. 
all holidays except for Thanksgiving. <laughs> really? All of them. All oh, come them. on, John. Like, I love Easter, what it represents and everything, but all the other stuff that goes along with it, I don't like. Same for Christmas. Okay, well, what about Fourth of July? I'm not a big Fourth of July guy. Dude. I love America. I was about to say barbecue and fireworks. Yeah, I mean, that bottle rocket wars. I read the Constitution on July 4th. <laughs> Declaration of Independence. Okay, well, you celebrate You celebrate Fourth of July then. I don't, you love but it. I don't have to like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Raising and lowering the toilet seat. Don't like that one. <laughs> All right. I just pick, well, let's just pick away. Yeah. And can do it. By the way, my wife, smartest person I know, if you can't just give a cursory glance before you sit down, I mean, like, what's the problem? Anyways, if I lower I, it, I lower the lid, too, so she got to do a little work. I think we that. should all just sit on the rim. Yeah. You get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay-at-home moms who say they have the hardest job in the world. <laughs> oh, no. All right. It's a good thing Tara's not listening to well, this. <laughs> but any job you can do in your pajamas is not the hardest job in the world. Okay. Uh, people who fall for the this little, like, thing on Facebook where it says, Facebook took down this picture, please share it. And then everybody, <laughs> st- Facebook doesn't want you to see this, so share this picture. And then, like... People are just sharing it like crazy, and it's like, you know, a soldier kneeling at the cross or whatever, you know. (laughs) Because Facebook didn't want that on there. They didn't want that on there, (laughs) but it's still on there, and it's been shared eight million times, all right? People who act like gun ownership is a personality trait. (laughs) People who see a meme or a video with like seven million shares or views and share it anyway. They're like, oh yeah, nobody's seen this, and they just share it anyway. White guy, I forgot about this one. White guy in a truck ranting about the liberals. That's on Facebook. There's always a white guy like sitting in the truck ranting about liberals. And why does he have to do it in his truck all the time? I don't get it. The guy's name is because he's a man. There's a guy who does, he's a pastor. Like his page says, like pastor or something. You know, everybody shares it. Yeah, I see it. I can't remember his name, but he's always in his vehicle. I'm like, dude, just go inside and sit down and talk about all this. Anyways. I know this is our problem segment, but I like the black man learning five things about his white friends. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> I love those. That cross-cultural stuff is great. <laughs> People who don't watch the NBA because of traveling or they're like basketball right. purists, those people bother me. Okay. Right? Baby boomers complaining about millennials. <laughs> Gender reveals. Talked about that earlier. And That's why you didn't show up to our gender reveal last time we had a kid. Did you have one? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Tiny. I'm sorry. I was about to say, I, I could have swore you were invited, but you couldn't make it. Now I know why you That's weren't right. there. <laughs> but inviting me to anything is like getting me to watch a movie. There is like true. a 1% chance I'll show up. Uh, people who build a house and post pictures on social media every step along the way are like, oh, we poured the foundation. Oh, we framed up the walls. Oh, they're putting in the plumbing and oh they put in the siding or whatever it's oh I just, cannot wait until they get to the drywall yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in, like, I'm in for the drywall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's it I don't know I mean I know you're excited you're building a house and stuff or people are not necessarily you yeah I mean, I don't need to see it every day. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to live there. I don't really care that you're going to live there. You know, and there's maybe like three people who do. So just text them those pictures. All right. All right. So that's all for today. Gotcha. I'll, I'll try to work on some more for next week. <laughs> also, like I said earlier, last week, if you do any of these things, 
you know, change your behavior yeah. for John immediately, personally. Immediately, <laughs> if you do any of this, don't get all get get your panties in a wad because I don't really care. You know, I'm conscious that I do a lot of things that annoy people too. Yeah. And so I just assume let's all just know that we're annoying each other and live happy lives. Anyone out there with problems? John's not the only person with problems. No. And we are accepting submissions for that yeah. as well. So well, if you did your 99 problems of things we do on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. that would be pretty funny to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, or it would hurt my feelings and crush my ego. Death. So you can leave us a review. You can send us a bumper. And you can also send us your problems. And mm-hmm. we'll air your dirty laundry for the whole world That's to listen right. to. Well, I won't even, if you don't want your name read, we won't read your name. If you just do it anonymously, yeah, and complain fine. about your significant other for the you know entirety of it i'm yeah. glad to do that because we can make like them listen to it and we'll say uh, here at the earth oddity podcast we're all about unity and we think right. the way to bring people together so is to just about tick everybody off <laughs> right <laughs> all right all right so now we're ready for community news aren't we We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, but and anything else <laughs> you can think of putting it on donkeys yeah donkeys uh, it's a spiral their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing it's easy to use it's easy to clean and it'll allow you to make your own chips using the cajun curl spice imagine if you break into a house pet their dog wash your dishes <laughs> and then you whip up a batch of homemade potato chips with the cajun curl spice nobody's calling the law on you that's a win-win for everybody so you should definitely get one at CajunCurl.com. And on the website, you can not only order the spice and the chip cutter, but you can find recipes that are out of this world. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. And if your local grocer doesn't carry fame, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Here locally, it's available at Mark's Mart in Northport, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, Vowels Fresh Market off of Skyland and South's Finest Meat, so you can pick it up there. But we really want you to order it off of the website. All of their products are made in the USA, so you can enjoy them on July 4th while you're reading the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> like every good American should. And complaining about how you have to celebrate America. That's right. <laughs> and they're all natural, they're low salt, and they have a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10, that's the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right. For community news this week, we have a review. Mm-hmm. And this this may be it for a while. So oh, yeah. anybody that wants to throw us a review, that's right. now's your time. Yeah. But this comes from Area 51 Patrol Officer. Oh. And the title of I wonder the, who that could be. I, I don't know. I think it's got something to do with the patrolling Area 51. <laughs> okay. Someone who might <laughs> patrol Area 51. Okay. And the name of the review is Side Splitting Entertainment. Five stars. 
man, y'all some funny dude for real. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Area 51 yes. Patrol Officer. Yeah. We need to give him a call sometime and talk to this person about yeah. Area 51. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the one where the aliens are. Is that right? Well, pe- some people say right. that there are aliens there. And then, sure. you know, regardless, that's where all our top secret aircraft are. Yeah. And there's no telling what they got there. Oh, yeah. I know. So. I'm sure whoever that is could probably tell us everything. I'm sure they could. getting in trouble at all. (laughs) Why would you not want to tell a quasi-Christian podcast on the French radio network all about our top secret aircraft? Agent Penis needs to know. (laughs) You know? Yes. He's got all the clearance in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good stripper day, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. It would. I mean, for a male stripper. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't do that anymore, just on the record. <laughs> All right. My Unless you got some money. I had to point out to our foster daughter that I have won awards for dancing before, so. <laughs> which is true. It's 100% true, by the way. Okay. Just so everybody knows. All these, right. These hips don't lie, baby. <laughs> All right. My milkshake brings all the girls to the yard. <laughs> now, are you talking about this Indian dancing? Uh, Native American. Native- Whoa, dude. <laughs> Golly, what's wrong with you? <laughs> We're pro Native American podcast here. <laughs> My bad. Golly. At least I didn't say redskin. <laughs> oh, that's the R word. Okay. We don't use that. All right. All right. The Washington R words or NFL football team. Okay. <laughs> We don't say that. Oh, man. Yes, I used to Native American dance. That's right. Yeah. And I won awards for it. So, yes. I, mean, I don't want to brag on everybody or, you know, make people feel bad because they haven't won awards dancing. But it's the truth. And we've had record harvest since then. That's so. right. Rain. Did you see how much it rained this year? <laughs> so. This already? Your okay. pagan gods are very pleased. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We got to finish up here, but hey, if if you want to send us a bumper, if oh, you want yeah. to call in, say hey, this is so and so. You're listening to Earth Oddity or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. You're listening to Rednecks. I was about to say, you're listening to an award winning dancer <laughs> and a guy who is not politically correct when it comes to Native Americans. <laughs> K Dog coming in hot, but let's see what you got. Yeah, to show you know. Let's see what you got. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah. And just call a number or record it on your iPhone or whatever phones poor people use and send it to us. Yeah. I mean, it's a very simple thing to do. But until next week. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Mm-hmm. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. If you would like to look at our pictures. Yeah, do you like pictures? Sometimes we post pictures. Those we, pictures are... We're doing a lot better than we used to. Our Instagram Instagram game is strong. It's coming on. It yeah, is. It is. And that is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. That's right. And if all that fails... You can give us a call. What's, That's our, right. what's that number? At 662-493-2059. You can leave the bumper on our voicemail. You absolutely can. And that number again for everybody at home who's playing along is 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Leave us a review. <laughs> All right.
has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.